Daily Talk Show episode 306. And the only one more colourful than our roadcaster is our guest, Ryan John. Thank you very much for having me. It's the first time I've seen you fire off the opener from the desk. I yeah, love it. It's, ex- it's exciting. Mate, we've yeah. got a radio studio. It's just not in the big building that you're used to. Yeah. One thing I've learned the last few years, you don't need a radio station or studio to make great radio. I thought you were going to say it's, it, size doesn't matter. Size does also not matter. Uh, you are, for anyone watching, wearing one of the most colourful jackets I've ever seen. Yeah, I texted you earlier. I just got my phone out to reread it. I said, my friend Ryan, the world's most fabulous business consultant, will be joining for today's episode <laughs> to advise the partners of Big Media Company. <laughs> and you've rocked up in <laughs> what you're wearing is a sequins jacket. Yeah. How many different coloured sequins do you think there are? Yeah. In Four? There? Five? Six? I reckon, the four. Si- I reckon the six. It's a beautiful Light pattern, blue, uh, purple, one, two, three, pink. four, five, six, seven. It's a beautiful anyway. number. I was at a um, a gay wedding on the weekend. That's why I'm back over yeah. here. And they said, instead of buying us a present, use that money to buy yourself the most fabulous outfit ever. So during the day and the formalities, we all wear like a proper suit. And yeah. then I got to about seven and they're like, all right, everyone go change. Yeah. And so I got this and I had the shorts to go with it. Yeah. And then I thought... I'm never going to wear this ever again until I texted you earlier yeah, and said, yeah, I'm yeah. coming on the show as no, a fabulous business consultant because I just want yeah. an excuse to wear it. So here we are. What sort of coin did you drop on the, the outfit? Um, I actually bought two different outfits. So I changed at 7 p.m. into this and then changed again at 3 a.m. into one of the most horrific things ever. I think this and the shorts combo was maybe 100. Yeah. From what store? Uh, ASOS actually has a festival section. Interesting. So if you go to ASOS, it's like formal wear, casual wear, street wear. Basic pictures. <laughs> yeah, basic pictures of are festivals. You, and I was like, yep, thank you. You're flying back to Perth tonight. Yep. Are you going to rock that on the plane? <laughs> uh, no, I might wear the other thing that I wore, which was um, I got a- Oh, it's got a bunch of nudes in there. What I, the f- I got a onesie, which is only the faces of the guys. What print shop? I'm, see, I'm, cu- I'm always curious as to where people get these things. Did you go to a, 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 a store online? So basically it's just their two faces, the two guys who got married Amazing. in a onesie and it almost didn't arrive on time and I said to a friend, oh, I don't think it's going to make it and they must have assumed it was like a tie or a jacket. Mm. And they're like, oh, you'll get another opportunity. A quick question. Is this Was this a legal wedding? Like it's actually – yeah. Yeah, fuck it. I don't know if you were here for the plebiscite no, two years was, ago. No, there was. A, there's a lot of hoorah shit, going on. Shit yeah. takes time. But I was wondering, so it's, it's yeah, so it actually goes through on a piece of paper. Yeah, well, I was so going to. So Josh and I could, actually, I, I'm already married. I can't marry can't. someone else. But Mr. 97 and Josh could go to the, yeah. the yeah. office in the city and get officially married. Did you notice any difference between. He's not buying into my eyes. Uh, a same sex. A <laughs> well, he same values sex. marriage. He's not some throwaway <laughs> with Mr. 97. <laughs> <laughs> is there any. Is there any uh, differences that a same-sex marriage brings other than a lot of flair and... Well, I, I don't want to typecast gay weddings <laughs> for the one I was just at because we went all out, obviously, but I've... And my friends aren't disturbed by what you're supposed to do at a wedding. Mm-hmm. So there was, I guess there's all these things that you just assume that's what you have to do. Yeah. And they were like, well, we're not going to do anything we don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So the actual formalities were 10 or 15 minutes. Oh, great. Um, it was quick, fun. Uh, it was quite beautiful. I cried like audibly, like mm. almost sobbing because <laughs> these guys have been together for 13 years and have yeah. been my best friend. And that's like, there's a good chance this wedding was just never going to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And to think they thought we might not ever get married and um, Phil, one of the guys, he's a tradie. His dad's a tradie and he's a really old school Aussie dad. Yeah. I don't know what, I'll probably even choke up saying this now, but when this old fashioned Aussie dad stands up and just says how proud of his son he is 
and like welcomes Liam to the family. We were just like, oh God. Please like, tell me yeah. he was wearing one of what you're wearing. Nah, but he did, he did dress up a little bit. But um, yeah, it was pretty much just a massive party. And that group of friends are heavy partiers. Mm. I think we finished up at 9am on Sunday. So it was 3pm with the formalities. Uh, 7 p.m. with the speeches, and mm. we finished up at nine the next morning. Yeah, um, Jesus. I think I've still got mascara on. You've, uh, <laughs> your eyes are fairly yeah, bloodshot. Pretty beautiful, but uh, yeah, so that was the weekend, <laughs> and it was great. Um, but like I said, there'd be some pretty traditional same-sex weddings, I would assume. So mm. uh, there's one thing: the gays know how to party. Well, these, that's, these that's, guys, a good, that's a typecast that you kind of want. It's, I'd it's like a good to typecast. Yeah, yeah, fucking oath. It was incredible, and like, I haven't been to too many weddings where I've brought multiple outfit changes, and yeah. everyone was just, like, I didn't stand out. Uh, for people watching on YouTube seeing this jacket, I was pretty dull compared to some of the really? others. Really? A lot of skin. I uh, <laughs> saw a lot of things yeah. that I didn't probably need to see, but I did and yeah. I loved it. So, yeah. What happened, like, so 9am is when it finishes. Yep. 9am. That's yep. what you said, wasn't it? 9 well, that's when the last people were like, I think we're done here. What time yeah. were you done? Yeah. Oh, I was... Oh. <laughs> when were you done and when did you leave? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's correct. Um, I think last time I was at this venue, I, I was a 10 am but this time I was probably done by... Four or five. Oh, I think. There's nothing good that's going on after three. Yeah. After two a.m. Because I had to drive. I like had to travel there for a while. So by the mm. time I got there, I was exhausted. I'm like, I can't keep up. With Where it was in Lawn or something. In between Lawn and Apollo Bay, so this huge property on the Great Ocean Road, looking over the water. Yeah. And everyone went to the beach for sunrise at six a.m. And oh, so nice. Yeah. But, but everyone's like still at the party at that point. They just yeah. like. Well, the, the property was on the beach. Oh, so, so nice. We, it's a hundred meter walk down. Uh-huh. And, I mean, by 6am, that's not yeah. very like the party's in this room, not that room. It's just people straggling around. The party's in the, the toilet. It's just wherever you end up, <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. Well, how many people were there? Probably 100 or so. Fuck. That's yeah. fun. That's a big event. Are you, you know, if one day you were to get married, yep. are you a guy that would have a big wedding? Nah. And people find this really strange. Like I work on the radio. Based on the... The clothing. The jacket. Yeah. That's not allowed. This is going to sound weird wearing this jacket, but I, I hate the thought of standing there and having all those people look at me. Yeah. I think it's like if I'd happily MC a wedding, I've MC'd heaps of weddings, that's heaps of fun. But being in the wedding, oh. It is, it is yeah. good. That, like, it's not something that I, I don't want to. I didn't really feel like it was one thing that I was like, oh, I didn't have the opinion you did, but I also wasn't going, I can't wait to be in front of all these people. Yeah. You're in this zone, though. That's the best thing about it. It's like you're locked eyes with your partner. Yep. And, it's just like it's you're in this world and you're like fucking you know it's like it's like when you I'd struggle looking into your eyes and holding it there because yeah. Be, uh, yeah, would I actually I am right now yeah. but you know what I mean your partner you're so close you're like yeah. it's almost like you're having dialogue without talking yeah. and you know what that dialogue is and so as you're up there it's like kind of like in this little world all these people are watching it's a weird experience yeah well I think if Bridget and I and we will get married at some stage but. I reckon we'll just sort of sneak off and do it and then just have a big party. Yeah. Because, again, I, the, f- the formalities and stuff, it's just so – I don't know, I've just never been a big yeah. marriage. My parents, like, weren't married, so I've never grown up. Like, it just doesn't really mean much to me. But yeah. if I want to be married to Bridget, we'll sign the docs and then just have a big party and wear probably stupid clothes like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How often are you leaving Perth at the moment, like flying? Uh, it's March now and I think I've come back four times mm. to see Bridget. So, yeah. Oh, you're doing long distance. We haven't yeah. – was, was that oh, we mentioned last that, time you were on the show? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, we spoke to you on the phone. Fuck. Yeah, it I was trying to lose my one. job by bagging out radio stations <laughs> on this podcast. Did you get any pushback yeah, from anyone? Yeah, did you anyone? get close at all? Surprisingly, you guys don't have a huge listenership. <laughs> uh, so, lucky Specifically there. in that industry. Uh, Mr. Yeah. 97, please send this to his – Program director. Send it to radio time. today. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Get an John article. Outs. Oh, yeah. No, but so I live in Perth. My partner Bridget just got a new job and moved back to Melbourne or just outside of Melbourne. So I come back every 
three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. Fuck, like it's that. expensive. It's expensive, um, but I don't know. It's worth it. We just got a dog called BJ. You got, just got BJ? Yeah, I don't know what it stands yeah. for because uh, we got him from a farm and we're like, what's it stand for? And they're like, I don't know. We yeah. just call him BJ. Oh, they named they him call BJ. Him, and they also call him Peanut Butter yeah. Boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I was you like, I didn't know I mean? you could get BJs while doing long distance. This is a new Bodie, my son's nick- initials are BJ. This is 97. Really? Love yeah. that. So he's a BJ. He's a BJ. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I just remember growing up with this tough guy in the neighbourhood who was BJ. Mm. So when it came to, you know, blowjob, it yeah. was like you well, would never call him blowjob. Yeah. He'd beat the shit out of mm. you. Well, our Kelpie is a softie and he's a bit of a dork, so uh, I don't there's know. No how good, there's no good blowjob on a, with a, a softie. softie. Yeah, <laughs> no, I wouldn't have thought so. Where does, where does BJ live? He lives with Bridget. Okay. Out in uh, Great Western, a uh, small little town. Was there any discussion of you potentially getting BJ or was it always... No, like Bridget's Bridge. always wanted a dog and it's just been tricky. Like we've always, we've been in apartments mm-hmm. or we've had like three months left of a job and we didn't know if we we're going to still be in yeah. town. Yeah. So it's always been a good excuse not to get one and Bridget's yeah. like, stuff it, I'm just doing it. Is it um, I think it was more to keep her company a little bit. I was going to say, is it like safety? She can't. Make it, you know? Well, she said <laughs> I want it to be safe. Like, you know, I just want a dog in the house to scare people. You know, she's a, no. a, a lady Safety that alone. she's not going to leave you because she's found someone <laughs> well, else to keep it company got when like she's got attach. BJ. You've His job is to scare off all those hot, attractive <laughs> farmer boys who's trying to slice that. But I went and met BJ the other day. I'd never met him before and Bridget wasn't home from work yet. Yeah. And I walked in and this so-called guard dog just walked straight over to me, started licking me and was like my best yeah, friend yeah. straight away. I'm like, if someone breaks into this house, there's no way he's scaring them off. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he knew it was you. Uh, well, I have been FaceTiming with him. You see, it could be. I was actually wondering, a friend of mine, uh, th- her kid was really friendly with Bree, my yep. girlfriend, right? And the reason that I think it is is because I was really around our friend while she was pregnant and yeah. I feel like my voice has a familiarity really? and now it might move on to Bree as because Bree and I are so close. Well, I hope that's true because I've spent a lot of time like, Whispering sweet nothings into pregnant people's bellies who I <laughs> yeah. really barely know. No, I think but that's, a, that's thing. a thing. I think it's it? Mister Ninety Seven. Look it up. Uh, what does he actually look? Google they knowing the um, baby's familiar <laughs> with parents' voices <laughs> in the womb. Because yeah, I was talking to Amy's belly heaps. And I now, think it could be a, a thing. Like I was wondering, I was really testing the rapport, like using my voice a lot to see if yeah. it sort of swayed him. Do you know them well? Yeah. It didn't, sw- it didn't sway him as much, but he really liked Brie. And I, so I tried to take a little bit of the, of okay, the, yeah. Yeah. Still a bit the shine. Of her thunder. Yeah, exactly. You're There's nice something guy. about having the power over something like a dog. Like w- <laughs> when you're the owner, you I know. You get like, it to be in power of it. No, nah, <laughs> this. but I'm just saying it's one of the, the perks of like being able to tell something what to do. You can't really... BJ will not be told he's an idiot. Really? Yeah. I'm like, don't jump on me. I'm watching the TV. Straight on top. Inside dog or outside dog? Started outside. Then Bridget came to letting him in the lounge. Yeah. And then slowly went from the lounge floor to like, all right, just get on the couch for a little bit. And now I'm pretty sure he sleeps next to her in the bed. Next he'll be under the sheets in the bed. Mm -hmm. And then you'll be like Mr. 97 showering with the dog. The dog was in the room while showering was happening. That was the thing. Well, he gets in the shower with the dog to, sh- to clean the dog. That's how he cleans the dog. And he's yeah. nude. I think that's Fucking fair. I actually think that's fair enough because nah, if mate, you tried to wash go. the dog fully dressed, you'd end up with all your clothes soaked. You yeah. might as well just get up in there. and yeah. Like you're not staying Lean dry in. when you're cleaning the dog. Go no outside. Way. There's um, car, like car wash joints now have dog wash areas. Oh, you know, oh, that's you have cool. to pay for that. Yeah, uh-huh. that's. Uh, I mean, you have to pay for the cost water to do business. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a bath. In he doesn't. He lives at home, mate. <laughs> uh, the house in Great Western that we have, where Bridget lives, um, we didn't know it when we got it, but it 
has a bath in the backyard. Really? It looks like maybe like an old tool chest or like it's kind of imagine a coffin shape sort of thing. Yeah. It has a big sort of yeah, actually it's pretty much like a coffin, but like a corrugated iron outside. And we just lifted it up to see, or maybe that's where they keep firewood, or it's like that's where the mulch is or something. We lift it up and it's a full proper bath, hot water connected. Really? Got this shower outside and stuff. Is I it designed for I've seen photos on your Instagram of yeah. like a, a getaway type. It place. was in a bathtub in um place called Bathurst and it was like this huge bathtub. We lifted it and we heated it up with yeah. um, water from the stove. Oh, but well this, that this was, is all connected yeah. but it's still out the back so you can sit out the back, look out over the mountains, over Halls Gap and stuff. That's and sit in the bath. Is it a rental? Yep. That's about Yeah, it. although I reckon we might might try and snag that one. But we like it. See really, the bath you can do with it. How many times has that actually happened, do you think, someone goes from renting a place to then going and buying heaps, it? I reckon. Well, look, I reckon. Well, property investors are just that investors so if the – Price is right, and they're looking yeah. to you know diverse or whatever. Yeah, if you lease, yeah. if you've leased it, it's because it's either it's probably an investment. Well, where are you living if you're not if it's not something you've bought? To As live in, in, like you have it. Yeah, so they're probably like, oh, if it's the right time, you just got to get people at the right time. Mm. Yeah, you've bought a few properties. Yeah, and you just go and snake them. Yeah, snake them. What does that mean? <laughs> if they need to sell quick, and you. Oh, know okay. That. Yeah, sure. You Going low, bro. Actually, Leon Shergren, that was yeah, his, his, his tactic. Just well, Leon, I was talking to him before that. I was like, mate, you snake them hard. If they say a number, you say no. If really? they want to sell it, that do means you, they want to sell it. Do you have any tips in regards to, you know, you are playing. Snaking people. Snaking people. <laughs> yeah, snaking people. How do you, how do you snake? Um, well, the. Ombudsman? We, mention the ombudsman. <laughs> oh, I mentioned that. Can I talk about that on here? Yeah. So when I worked at National Australia Bank, they told us if anyone mentions the ombudsman, just give them whatever they want. And <laughs> should you know, international viewers, listeners, NAB have been in some of the most trouble when it yeah. comes to the Royal Commission in Australia mm. when it comes to banking. Well, I think <laughs> even if they're right, yeah. if it goes to the ombudsman, it costs them a couple of grand in fees. Okay. So they're like, look. If it's going to cost us two grand in fees and you're disputing 800 bucks, just give yeah, me 800 really? bucks. Really? How do you – I think these link, the snaking, the ombudsman, how do you do it without lying? Well, like when how we you got the house in Canberra, these people who were selling it and they built this beautiful home, we loved it. It was like two years old and we knew they were moving into their new house mm. in three weeks and they just needed to sell it. Mm. And so the first opening was on a Saturday and I said, I'll come around Wednesday for a look. So they just gave me a private viewing and I just – gave him the check and was like, if you accept it right now, I'll buy it tomorrow. And knowing that if they had an inspection and they were going to have an auction like three weeks later, I was like, they're under the pump. Yeah. So I'm like, here's the check. Take Sorry. it right now and I'll have it tomorrow. I'm yeah, just imagining you in this jacket. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I rocked up in my fabulous jacket and here's I was like, the check. take it They'd now. be like, fucking, all right, I can't see the check, but I'll take it. How yeah. did you work out how much to, to, to pay? Well, I thought it was worth about 30 grand more than what we paid. Uh-huh. So I just went, oh... It's probably worth about this. I know they're desperate, so I'll just go low and see what they say. Mm. And the power of having the check yeah. in the hand and saying yeah, we'll sign tomorrow move. versus That's if you say, oh, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, we're, we're looking to buy, but we have to sort out the financing. Yeah. It's, it's a 60-day mm. settlement. We're like, it's a 24-hour settlement. The money's here, yes or no. Yeah, wow. And they're like, oh, fuck yeah. Oh, it's like fucking Eddie Maguire or what? It's, yeah. got, a, it's got very much I just wanted the, the game house. Show. I was like, if more people get to see this house, they're all going to want it as well because it was so nice. But you can't if you're feeling that way. Do you think they get the sense of in one one area it's a power move of yeah. like, man, take the check. Yeah, but it's also the other side which is like, just take the check. Yeah, like they could have been power moving me. Yeah, like you, you well, always want it ta- so that's much. any kind of uh, bartering or exchange there's always one per- like it's a power game right mm. there was a you power outpowered, play with- you outpowered there was a power play within the power play now that i remember it so i think we um i said about five grand less than i wanted to pay yeah but i was like and it had like something 
like this, it's called a butcher's block in the oh, kitchen. Oh, yes. It was really I've nice. I've actually seen the f- photo of the house yeah, when you were there, yeah. Yeah, so it's this it beautiful butcher's sick. block. And so I... For cutting meat? Um, well, it's just, it became our kitchen table. Like, but it's... Yeah. it's, it's so it's you know like the one at my house? Yeah. You know the one at my house, Josh? The one from Ikea? <laughs> it's like probably a lot cheaper than the one you've got. Oh, so it's yeah. a butcher's block. No, it's like a big, that, it's a wooden it, top of a table. table. And so it's like, okay, it was sure. used for it butchers yeah. was, back in the day. It was sort of the kitchen bench slash dining table <coughs> slash that's where we spent all our time. And mm. because it's not fixed to the house, but it yeah. looks so perfect because the guy that built the kitchen built the butcher's block. Uh. So I took a little bit off what I was going to offer and said, oh, I'd love to have that table as well if I, I could keep it. And they went, oh, we'll have to push the price up. And I was like, yep, that's what I thought you'd say. And I factored that in. Really? And so they pushed it Did up you say 5K? Did you do the full well, amount? I essentially pay 5K for that table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, like I said, I just Is that five good negotiation? Well, I, I got a free table. Did you tell I was going to pay this amount. No, you got no a table. $5,000 table. Then I lowballed them and they pushed it Depends on how up. you're looking at it. Yeah. Did you um, take the table to your new place? No, we left it there. So it's... The still own it though. Yeah. Okay, good. As long as the no one's touching that table, it's the most expensive table of my steal life. Steal this shit. So how do you how do you do this negotiating without feeling like you're a liar? It's like when you go well, for I wasn't a job. Lying. I just wanted the house. They no, could have said no. But I guess so. When you go for a job and you, they say how much you on? Yeah. What do you say? Whatever you're on plus ten grand. Okay. <laughs> so you're lying. No, but it's a. It, so that's where I think people battle. People battle with these situations. Hard. I've actually. Thinking about now, all the new jobs I've got have sort of been with the same company. So if you yeah. lie, they'll like, yeah, we well, yeah, just yeah. call your boss and ask. <laughs> um, but I know it's hard with negotiating. You have to be prepared to walk away. Yeah. So it, when I like went in and was like, take it or leave it. If yeah. they had said, we'll leave it, then you have to, then you can't be like, oh, well, actually, then you yeah. tell us. You kind of got to stick by it. And that happens yeah. in a lot of industries where they, people come in and go, I'm worth this much, pay it or I'm leaving. And they mm. say no and you have to leave. Mm. I got rid of Foxtel, which is like a cable here in Australia because I tried that move where I'm like, look. How'd they go for it? <laughs> yeah, if you can't lower this package, I'm just getting rid of it. Yep. I'm all, done. Right? I'm done. And so Brie just wanted to like lower the price. She really <laughs> loved Foxtel. And I hung up and Brie goes, so what happened? I'm like, well, yeah, we're getting rid of Foxtel. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck? What do you mean? How am I going to watch all the shows? I'm like, I don't know. When did this happen? This was like a couple of years yeah, ago. Look, look long term. Who was the real winner there? Yeah, Foxtel exactly. is dying. Yeah. yeah, and you run a media company. Yeah, exactly. So big media company. Yeah, you'll be a big media company. You'll be all around a lot longer than Foxtel yeah, will be. Hopefully. Well, can so. you do that with like it's the barefoot investor? He says you should call all your insurances mm. and your yep. home loan come and just go hard. Have you done that stuff? I've gone to a bank and said, "No, nah, this is the interest rate we'll pay." And what did they say? They said yes too quickly. And I was like, damn, I should have gone lower. Fuck. Really? Um, but another time I, yeah, I was buying a house and I had to go print off a, a bank statement and I walked into a different bank and just said, oh, can you just print off my statement? I need to submit it. Wait, a different bank to the bank? Oh, so, the so I got the home loan with Commonwealth Bank yeah. mm-hmm. and my like day-to-day bank is Westpac. Sure. So I went into Westpac and was like, can you print off this statement? I need to give it to ComBank to prove what I earn. Mm-hmm. And they went, oh, you're buying a house. We'll beat it. Really? And I was like, oh, like I've, it's already done. Like yeah. I just need to print this form off and I'm moving in yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you should have told us because whatever they were doing, we just would have beat it. Far out. Really? That could, so can you couldn't it, in that moment. Well, like I said, we're moving in the next day. Yeah, and it's sure. already been done. Have but you, I think that was two years ago, but I keep hearing, I heard Scott Pape talk this morning that banks are really tightened up. Mm. But I, they're still competitive. Like they want your money. You're yeah. a customer. I've had, I've closed credit cards as well mm. for the same thing where I'm like, 
unless I get zero like uh, zero fees. Yep. Yeah, because the fees can be pretty expensive. Like we, Bree and I had account fees and shit. Yeah, yeah well, yep. the annual fee on a credit card. <clears throat> yeah, like the black, especially like when you go to those like frequent flyer ones. I think mm. it was like two ninety nine or something. Are you going with those frequent flyer ones though? Yeah, they're good. We're we're right. We flew first class, like full bedroom bed. You did to mm. Europe, yeah. doing the point, point stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, it, Ooh, yeah. it feels right. I yeah. did that. I signed up to every credit card last year I could, and I haven't paid for a flight for a while. Yeah, so what? Anti barefoot approach. Yeah. <laughs> are you are you, are you uh, one world? Are you Star Alliance? We're Qantas, so yeah. one, one world, world stuff. Is that one world? Yeah, that's, that's one world. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But everything goes into that. And so, what's your pl- what are you going to actually use the points for? Have you worked it out? Uh, flying back and forth here, okay, yeah. um, to visit you guys and a little bit of my partner. Yeah, Bridget, yeah, but yeah. Well, we're closer to Melbourne show. than your partner, so it's we're true. in Melbourne. Yeah. Well, last time, last year, I flew to Sydney twice, Melbourne twice, and to Bali once. On points. All points. Have you got yeah. status or no? No status. I mean, look at this jacket. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it doesn't matter what the status on the I, card the says. The status is a fraud though, like yeah, silver yeah. or gold or something, and it means like not much. No. Like, oh, you can line up over there, and I'm like, to get on the same plane? Yeah. Like, what's the... <laughs> I, got, I, I got super annoyed. I realised that I need to stop chasing the status thing while we're away. It's when. a metaphor for life though. Yeah, it is. But <laughs> I, I mean, don't get me wrong, you're still better than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a, when I realised was when people were getting on the plane and they'd called only people with platinum or whatever and other people started to line up. And I just had this moment where my first impulse was to scream at them all. Like, <laughs> get out of the way! I've been accruing status points for years. Get out of my I've line. I've this! <laughs> just, but I decided... That has um, to be ego. Because I feel the same. Like, I love it when I'm with somebody who's got it. I think it's... The, the thing is, like, I feel like I've spent all this time... like. All the credit cards and the fucking around, and yeah, the, yeah. it feels like Which you have. Yeah, it's like it's the equivalent of no one should get so obsessed about toasted sandwiches. But Virgin Australia, their lounge, they do toasted sandwiches, yeah. and so you end up buying into all the hype of every little bit. Like when in reality, we could buy a Jaffel maker and have it and just like do it all at yeah, the airport. Yeah. Yeah, I've been accruing points and I want that Jaffel to have the right cut of ham or I'm exactly. going to fucking flip this joint. Yeah. I know. Yeah. You do become big – like Frequent Flyers is the big baby club essentially, it is. isn't it? It's all big baby businessmen. Yeah. It Just totally works though. Like I now only fly Qantas yeah. because of some little – they, you know, I spent thousands of dollars to crew like a few points for something. Mm. I could have just used that money on flights. Yeah. So what's the reality of opening all these – Credit cards. How What's many your credit you? score like? I don't want to know. It'd have to be good. Mm, you know, well, you it gets a it. hit. It will get a hit every time you open up an account. Mm. It gets to a point where you can't have any more. So I now I don't reckon I could get too many more without closing a few others down first. Mm. I you, still pay them, them all on like I never pay any interest. But yeah, there is a point where you can't just have mm. huge credit cards everywhere. Mm-hmm. What's your um the video you made about yep. this whole thing? Mm-hmm. Did you get anyone saying? Fucking, why are you telling people to get credit cards? Yeah, lots. Because I, <laughs> well, I thought, who's going to be interested in this topic? So I just lobbed it into a Scott Pape appreciation group. <laughs> oh, and did just you really? Sat back and copped it. No hard. way. But it's one of those things. You really did that? Yeah. Well, you got to put it in front of the people that want to see it. And yeah. um, Ryan like, John was the one who connected me with Scott Pape. That's how I, my connection with Scott so funny. So. And he's now one of the great members of the. Big media company, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, client, client of yeah. big media. Well, you're welcome. I'm still waiting <laughs> yeah. on a commission, but that's fine. Um, but I think, like I said in the video, and maybe we can post it somewhere for people to watch it, is yeah. that um, there's ways you can win and mm-hmm. there's ways you can lose. And what happens is people see how you can win, sign up, and then they mm. do the dumb things and get caught. Yeah. And I think the people in the Barefoot group and in general were like, 
you have to be strict and planned and disciplined to make it work yeah. for you because mm. you can get sucked in. Well, and the marketing yeah. from the company is the wins. They're not yeah. marketing how you lose in that whole equation. Yeah, they're not saying, oh, yeah, but the annual fee comes around and that's where we make it up. Or they yeah. don't say, oh, yeah, we give you this, but then we charge you heaps of interest, so yeah. we're still ahead. They don't tell you that, but have, it's the facts. Have you ever used Afterpay? No. 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 Nah. I haven't either. And that's dangerous, isn't it? Yeah. Bridget, um, my partner, was in the shop the other day and went to buy something. And I oh, know she saw a T-shirt and they were like, oh, it's $70. And she was like, I'm not paying $70 for a T-shirt. Mm. Like, we have $70 to our name, but she's like, I just, it's not worth $70 to me. And the shop assistant goes, oh, well, you can just put an afterpay. And yeah. Bridget's like, no, I'm not saying I don't have it now. I'm oh. saying that thing is not worth 70 Yeah. And the girl was like, yeah, but you just put an afterpay then. And you're like, wow. She, like, the person selling it was just like, oh, it just doesn't matter what it's worth. You just put it on after. Some of the most depressing statuses on the Barefoot Investor Facebook page, like the the forum. Yeah, just the pe- the debt that people have around those um, instant pay websites. Mm-hmm. What is there? There's another one like um, Nimblet or something like that. Yeah, oh, Zip Pay. Zip Pay. Yeah, they're yeah. all they're all very similar. I mean, my brother invested in Afterpay in the early days. As that? in he bought runners using Afterpay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he invested. He got, his mate told him you should get on this yeah. and he did. And his mate, he's already seen dividends from his investment. Have you guys ever got a hot tip, not got on it or got off it too soon and it's blown up? Oh. I remember when I was a kid, um, we were at like a family friend's house and this guy was saying that he worked for a company that uh, was about to be acquired by Microsoft Perfect. in like the next few days. Yep. And I remember I would have been like 12 at the time. I just remember nagging at my dad. I'm like, dad, just put 30 grand down. <laughs> and like, we, we didn't have any yeah, money. Sure, I'll just find <laughs> it. was just like, jacket. fabulous jacket. I was oh. just like, just do it. Just like, dad, I know. Yeah. Like, listen to what he's saying. Just put the 30 grand. I don't know what ever happened. Yeah. I'm sure it was probably so, um, a scam. A, a couple of my mates, you guys would know them. I'm not going to say their names because it's quite embarrassing. Uh, put a hundred one put 150 another put 50 into this th- thing where he, they had a tip off mm. it's essentially insider trading though yeah. unless it's it is insider trading but wh- when when is it classed if if you're not in the inside yeah, so and if find you out, actually don't work for the company wh- when does it become insider trading oh, what's the definition of insider trading there's lots of Mr. brothers of the CFO and Roxy Jasenko's husband went to jail for oh, a year yeah. for tipping off a mate or something really? like if you get caught it, from so I knew where this tip came from and yeah. I don't know. He didn't work for the company. Yeah. But these two dudes invested. It was distant enough. Have and it's, I, I watched the stock, so it did rise. It's probably from their input, <laughs> their <Yeah>. equity. <laughs> uh, but it's fucked. It's an, I don't think it will come back. It's like 20 cents. No, less. And what was it? Oh, it was just some, some company. Yeah, but what, if it was at 20 cents, was it at – No, not even. Like I, I could probably find it. It's fucked. It's fucked. It's like maybe he was got to 20 cents and went to five or something. Like they totally lost their money. Mm. All the yeah. people, like my uncle, I remember invested in Telstra shares. They just bottomed. Oh, like, really? Well, this, I don't think, they used to be at like 80 or 90 or something bucks. Mm. Telstra. Yeah, they used to be really high. Yeah, right. I mean, one of the things Josh and I have spent a good half an hour multiple times is just typing in the stock prices into Google. Mm. Seeing, <laughs> you can press it like year to date, lifespan. And we're all just there going, oh, look at that fucking yeah. curve. Pretend look at that increase. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Apple shares. It, yeah. Woo. I, I was going to, yeah, it's always the, oh, yeah, I was going to invest yeah. X amount in this yeah. time. Yeah. It's like going to the horse races though and going, oh, it's going to put my money on that. Talking about the horse races, did you see the AFL player who threw <laughs> a shoe? 
Who was, was this AFL player? Yeah, it was someone Greater Palmer? Western Sydney or something. Yes. Yeah, I think and, she, and then the day <laughs> after, he like he's in intensive care right now. Really? Oh, geez. The day after. What happened to him? I think something happened. I think he was hit. Walked on glass. Or something. Really? Yeah, the he horse threw the shoe back. He had a big weekend. He had it. Yeah, that's, a, that's not an ideal weekend. Maybe Poor that's why everyone went quiet. But on Twitter, people were sla- absolutely slamming right. him. Yeah, slamming. I think, I don't know, people have just finished AFL. I don't know, that's yeah, yeah. a hard time in someone's life. Yeah. Oh, so he'd finished up his career. Oh, actually, I'm not sure. Oh, he'd be at the age where he'd be close if he hasn't yeah. already. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's fi- he finished his career over the weekend. Well, if you're throwing a shoe drunkenly a week before round one, you're probably not. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, did you find it, Mr. 97? Uh, yeah. So the insider has to be either a director or a senior officer of the company or an entity that owns more than 10% of voting shares. Really? Okay. So if That's it's low, if it's Great. low level, then it's. But so I can roll in here yeah. and just say, oh, I just the, came from the SCA. Rea- the reality is it's there because <laughs> most secondhand tips outside of that are probably shithouse. Mm. Mm. Like how many people are actually best mates with the CEO getting the tip and then telling you yeah. not probably the case all the time. Yeah. But that's where they know in advance what's going to happen. I yeah. want to know how much people got the early investors into Gimlet. Oh, uh, yeah, so which Gimlet just sold Chris Sacker and all that. Like yeah. he was one of the venture capitalists who well, he, he spoke to. 10 x his money. That's oh, all that's what they all want to do. Two hundred million dollars the gimlet was sold to Spotify for. Is that what we're thinking for big media company? No. Uh, like they started out as just one podcast doing a thing and it just got sold for two hundred million. That's not crazy. Like that just happened. Yeah. And mm. you guys are doing the same. Well, I think that, so you got like gimlet media. Oh, so I saw your eyes as, just go. Well, so any fun. company <laughs> that is trying to get venture capital yeah. injection yeah. is essentially trying to sell out at some point. Yeah. And uh, Mark Burris that uh, the mentor, yep. he was. I went and saw him the other week, and he was saying to thousands of people, he's like, "You need an exit plan from day one." And what does that mean? He, he, it wasn't like work out the figure you're going to sell for, but it's like have the exit plan of how you're going to transition into doing something else, which means you need all your ducks in a row, which makes sense. He's like, you don't have to use your exit plan, but just knowing what your company's worth mm. and knowing all your systems and everything in place, then you can act on it. I need to put an extra question then because I told you that the, the jacket's not just the front. I do mm-hmm. have, I have prepared oh, great. A, a quiz for- Oh, perfect. Um, do you use Evernote, do you? I do use do Evernote. You, do you like Evernote? Right now. I do, and I'm just adding to it, exit plan. Exit plan. How often do you- Every day. I've run my life off, not my life, but my- Work life off Evernote. I dreamed of doing that. I uh, <laughs> do people I care about this? Dream stuff? big, bro. I don't know you do that. <laughs> yeah. No, well, Evernote. My dreams were for selling my company for two hundred million. What no. about you? I just wanted a really well planned app with yeah. my ideas. <laughs> no, well, definitely like Evernote because Tim Ferriss is a is a, a note taking fiend. No, yeah. dude, I jumped on Evernote when Tim Ferriss was flogging yeah. it too. I was, I got onto it. I was like, my workout plan. Mm. Everything's going to be here. I have all the data. Mm. And if you do use these things. They fucking work. Re- um, the receipts, do you, you use sometimes receipts? receipts? Okay, yeah. sometimes is probably not ideal. You yeah. need to use it all the time. I wanted to get to a point where it's like if someone asks a question, I just say, I don't know, I'll have to check Evernote. <laughs> like I want it to have every answer well, of everything. I know, <laughs> yeah, I use it for all my ideas. Well, most of the people that listen to this show, I mean, there's a lot of creative types and media people, mm-hmm. right? This isn't completely boring to them. No, no, no. Okay, great. So I've got like a list of ideas. And so I've got like the Heidi Xavier and Ryan show. He's got three notes. <laughs> Heidi Xavier and Ryan show, Ryan John, life and dreams, other shit. And then I've got lots of like dumb ideas and stuff. And mm-hmm. this is what happens. I meet with someone and they go, hey, Ryan, um, we want you to do a video for us. Mm-hmm. Like here's the budget. Do you want to come back in a week with a few ideas? And I was like, mm, actually, let me look into Evernote. That's good. four ideas. Good to go. And like, yeah. I've pitched people and sold things on the spot from That's Evernote. Fucking great. Like, this great. is maybe tens of thousands of dollars. 
That's amazing. And so what's the... Uh, what Just go to evernote.com slash Ryan John for your 10% discount. <laughs> no, well, no, I do. I, I really... Real. the uh, I use at the moment IA Writer. Isn't Which, it not just to stylistically look good? No, it's just a... No, that's what the jacket's for. <laughs> the, um, no, IA Writer is... It's just like a note-taking mm. app, but it, um, it goes into the cloud as well. But I do... It does look good, though. It's in that old yeah. typeface. Yeah, it does look nice, and you can full screen it and stuff. But I do like the idea of Evernote, but you really need to invest time. What's the big media company one that you have? Is well, the big media oh, company... Yeah, there's a note for you guys. Okay. Beautiful. Before I had whatever we were chatting about last time, I wrote down in here. Right. He's, he's and then he's when good. He's got a file on us. Yeah, and now, <laughs> and now I've got... Should I go through the notes for the most fabulous business coach ever? Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Hit um, us. This so what I was doing during my show this morning was researching what to do on the podcast today. You, so is this, are these questions for us or is this just yeah, talking questions, points? Questions. Yeah. Okay, so great. here's questions. the five things that I think are important. Okay. It was four, but now it's five. It's turned into a Q&A. Yep. Um, it's, the first one's a mix of strengths. Yep. Second mm-hmm. is growth. Third is annual focus. Fourth is accepting each other's negative attributes. And yep. five is apparently now exit plan. So let's start at right. the start. Okay, perfect. <laughs> One. Is, mix it, is of this strength. our AGM? Sorry. Is yeah, this, this, is good. Yeah. this is great. <laughs> this, ins- this feels like insider yeah. trading. I don't know. <laughs> Having the same strengths as your business partner mm. isn't always the most productive. Sometimes you need to have your strong points cover the other person's weak points. And that's where you get synergy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so my... The question is for you guys to discuss. Actually, we'll start with you, Josh. Mm-hmm. Josh, <coughs> what can Tommy do that you can't? Uh, Tommy, this is can the problem with Josh. He doesn't think anything. <laughs> 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 but no. it's also why we're great because that's mm. just his thinking. We'll no. get to you next, Tommy. No, I think uh, Tommy uh, is very good at dealing with social situations and having multiple conversations going at once and having a lot of stakes in the ground. Whereas I tend to uh, can Sloth. only do one, at, yeah, only yeah. have one at a time. Yeah, that's good. Mm. That's a good thing for business because there's lots going on. Mm-hmm. Tommy, yeah. yeah, what can Josh do that you can't? Um, how long we got? How long? <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. Uh, no, I think I think definitely it's the counter, the opposite to what Josh said. Like he can be very single focused and put the blinkers on and um, not consider anything like tunnel vision in tunnel some of the things yeah. which is amazing slightly for autistic yeah 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 exactly. oh, but sometimes you just got to get it done yeah yeah exactly. okay yeah. good pass yeah. first question <laughs> second one yeah. if you want to throw any at mr 97 as well he's yeah uh, yeah he can be the do you, actually do you agree with what they said about each other yeah yeah right. I, thought, I, thought, I thought tommy you were gonna go with some like technical oh i mean we got how well, much 97 what technical stuff can't josh do oh uh if, and just keep in mind that it you actually want to work just here. becomes <laughs> a um, this stings for Josh because he prides himself on being very technical. I don't know. I'm trying to think of no. There's heaps of things. Final Cut Pro. I'm still getting oh, my yeah, head around. Yeah, Final Cut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or answer. even just even shortcuts in general. Mm. Premiere oh, Pro. Yeah, you're useless yeah. At I just fucking. I just. I want to be this the guy who's got Evernote. Have all my shortcuts <laughs> in yeah. Evernote. Yeah. But in reality, I'm a click and dragger. And well, I'm still learning. I've just started teaching myself how to edit, so I feel your pain. Oh, and then I watch someone who knows what they're doing. I'm like, oh, that yeah. would have taken me hours. Yeah. Yeah. Question two is growth. Great. This is from the most fabulous business coach in the world. <laughs> all small and new businesses strive for growth. However, there's different types of growth, different areas where you can grow and different ways that growth can be measured. Mm. So I want to know if you're both on the same page for what growth you're yeah. striving for. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to count down from three mm-hmm. and then you guys are going to shout out what growth means for big media company. Uh-huh. 
Okay. Uh, uh, the screen just went. Is it all okay, Mr. It's 97? Just the it's just the screen. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Okay, sweet. All right. So what area of growth are we striving for here? Three, well, two... Wait, it's a hard well, one to well, just well, watch. But that's the I thing. don't think the it's a one-word answer. The point is that you should know it should be I a think we're super aligned. You've, I think you've, you've beat the gun here. I need to count down. Okay. okay. We just don't tell a guy in this jacket how to uh, Give me a second. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, there's going to be so many words that come up. Yeah, just yeah. throw it out there. Okay. Three, two, one. Originality. Original team. <laughs> <laughs> so you said originality. I said originality. And you said? We're a nimble team. That's original, I think was. An original nimble team. So what, I think we are super aligned on this because – any like so you could look at business and go the amount of staff is meaning you're growing yep. the amount of clients you're taking yeah. on is growth yeah. mm-hmm. which Revenue. calculates to figures but there's a school of thought of going we can be a small team working with uh, a little amount of people About charging revenue, a lot amount of money revenue per employee mm. yeah i mean they're very si- singular goals but if yep. cuz you could then manage it and go okay well uh, mr 97 could make us $100,000 a year let's get 10 of him there's a million dollars and what will that cost it will cost blah 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 and so you could get into it like that but it's like we are a small team that want to reach far and we don't want to be bogged down by you know th- things like staff like high staff costs multiple people if we can keep it small i think that's the that's the thing people think that they need to do is expand the team to expand the business where do you guys lie in terms of like business versus output i.e a lot of like startups are like we don't need to make money for the first however many years we mm-hmm. just need to get members or listeners or Whatever it is well, that that's doing. half of those people have had venture capital where they're like, yeah. we've got a runway for two years. Yeah. yeah. Where How's your runway? Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I think, yeah. I think it's getting there. The th- we want to be bootstrapped. So we, we want to be independent. But we also want to make sure that we're utilizing ourselves before we add extra mm. things in. So yeah. realizing it, like getting good at the foundation. And also that means with like Mr. 97 going, okay. He could be working on this. What else can we be doing? What is the what's the limits that we can play in? Yeah, how much we've looked at like how much money is this small team can we make? Mm. Yep. And then we go, okay, let's reach for that because we could uh, not hit that and bring people on and go or scale up in a different way. But yep. if we can hit the way that we're saying, mm. it's big. And it's small and gives us flexibility. Yeah. yeah. Now, not that this is test is designed to fail, but you have passed that. And I kind of knew the answer. But, like, you could imagine there'd be a lot of teams who start out kind of thinking they know what the other person wants. Or, yeah. And you could see how, like I said, there's many different ways to measure it. If some people are interested in different things, it can mm. get real awkward real quick. <laughs> yeah. Two from two. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I'm in a game show with this guy in the, yeah, absolutely. In the coat. I'd love to do a game show. Yeah, I think you'd be a good host. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Have host, you done um, any auditions for game shows? Yeah, I'm actually in the running to be the host of Who Dares Wins. Really? Stuff. Fuck off. Yeah, I decided that at 6am at the gay wedding when uh, the sun was coming up. And I was like, you know <laughs> oh, what's going to happen later? Mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking do this. Oh, so you, you haven't oh, okay. yet hasn't auditioned? Well, I did the audition at the time. <laughs> in front of friends and family at Fuck. the wedding. That was a good show. We've spoken about it on the show. Well, yeah. I think it's a good show in itself, but then you get those nostalgia points. Hence why it could work. Yeah. Maybe. Anyway. Yeah. I, I just found a photo recently of me and Tanya Zayeda. Oh, stop bragging. Like woman. Yeah. The, the, uh, bragging. The, f- the best thing about Who Dares Wins is it's pre-GoPro. So you see them, I reckon the hardest part of them doing any of the 
real sort of high angle stuff where they're yeah. really far up is the fact they've got like a big fuck off camera on their helmet. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. The, amount of, the amount of neck injuries that oh, was going yeah. on. The and guys then you hanging off the building with yeah, a, yeah. a boombox. And it looks like a like a shot on a potato, but yeah. the amount of, the yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. We kind of covered annual focus when we talked mm-hmm. about growth because they're similar. So yeah, let's move yeah. on to accepting negative attributes. So when you sign mm-hmm. up with a new partner, yeah. obviously you're like, they're great at this, they're great at that, mm-hmm. I'm great at this, and you kind of match your strengths and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but a part of business relationships yeah. and life relationships is accepting that sometimes some people just have some annoying little habits and you, you just got to get over sure. it. Definitely. So we're going to go one at a time. <laughs> and we'll start well, with very quickly, Tommy and I had a discussion just earlier, yeah. probably a six out of ten in heat, in regards to, to yeah. uh, heat. Yeah. Denker rub. But a uh, bit of denker rub. But then I noticed in Asana, which is our project management tool, yep. Tommy added the topic, uh, things that people do to annoy you. Oh, that was actually before. I wrote that before, I'm pretty sure. Really? So, okay. uh, so I got that and I thought, <laughs> I don't know if this is a subtle De- way. No, definitely not. I will say before we answer this though, yep. uh, it's like a radio show where the two people are too similar. Yep. There's like no friction. Just, yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah, I think of yeah, that. I agree, man. So we've yeah, got to bring agree. some friction. It's, it's so, so it is, it creates some harmony having two people on the same, you know, fucking yep. sides or mm. wavelengths. But then it's not the best. It doesn't it's get you anywhere. Yeah, mm. the outcome's not as exciting. You zip. There's something going on. You need on. to. Here we go. No, don't worry. The conflict is coming. We'll push back. <laughs> We're con- going to start with Tommy. Okay, great. Now I'm going to count down from three. Go hard. And you're going to say. Go hard. Yeah, go hard. Well, you're okay. going to say what you think is the most annoying little thing that Tommy oh, does. Okay. Oh, and can then, Tommy do it first? No, but we're stu- but you're going to say what you think he's going to say oh. and see if you get the same answer. So we're, we're focusing on Tommy first. Okay, okay. go okay. on. What you think oh, Tommy is I annoying and what I you think Josh is going to say. Okay. I got it. All right. Um, Three, two, one. Spraying push back. deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> so Tommy said spraying deodorant. What do you spray deodorant in this small airtight booth? Oh, fuck off, mate. Are you on his side? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah, said that was very biased, that uh, answer. Is that what you do though? I spray deodorant out the back. Does that annoy you when he does yeah, that? Yeah, well, it gives me asthma. Well, the guy's got asthma he in his brain no, right here. Okay, I, when was the last time you used a puffer, Josh? Uh, I don't know. When was the last time you sprayed deodorant? Probably <laughs> three days ago. No, I, I don't own a puffer. Yeah, so he's not an asthmatic because if you're an asthmatic, you own a fucking puffer. Actually, fuck. I spray Reminder him. for everyone because I need to do it straight after this. Ambulance cover. Make sure you keep your ambulance. Yeah, I got a text yeah. message saying that mine's expired. Shop around yeah. though for the best price. No, no there's ambulance. only one ambulance, bro. Who are Without you going a, with? Well, Uber. Cheap option. Uber X. <laughs> no, but um, it's actually different in different states. Really? No, that sounds right though. There is only one ambulance service. But there it's is called 002. For a different <laughs> yeah, exactly. upgraded one. No, nah, um, Victoria is different. It's New South Wales is different. I said push back. Because yeah, if I ever complain to Tommy about the deodorant, he straight away pushes back. Yeah. yeah. And is that generally Tommy's instant reaction is nah? Nah. No, it's only <laughs> nah. No, it's only when um, if I'm certain on something. Sometimes yeah. there's a little bit of pushback, yep. okay. which is, I think it, it comes to a good result. Yeah. Well, I think Tommy was saying if, if everyone's agreeable, then you just like, mm-hmm. it's a point of throwing yeah. an idea. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Well, man, th- whatever. The, the only, I'll critique my pushback is that I was talking to Conspiracy Jimmy and he's like, he's telling me about how he plays devil's advocate with his business partner uh, and it's become a thing. Yep. Where he's just like he launches into it. He's like ready for playing yeah, devil's yeah. advocate. Yeah. Where he's like, he's identified as it is that automatic entering into that space as negative, which yeah. I think there's a bit of that on pushback too. Yeah. You can always be pushing back, which it can bring good result. 
Well, I think you know because I create so like there's so much velocity to my thoughts mm. or mm. whatever, right? So if I have something, it's like I better say. I think part of the panic is I better say something now because otherwise it's going to happen. Mm. Yeah, would that be fair? Do you think mm. or no? Yeah, I think there's a the, there's two sides to this. It's like being conscious in where you're giving pushback and why you're actually giving pushback. Do you mm. actually honestly think that you need to give pushback? Mm. And then it's the velocity at which you enter a situation and being aware of how that you the passengers that get on board with mm. what you've done. And so it's, it is a hard one, but that's working it out. That's a business partnership. I read something about the devil's advocate and yeah. it was like, I wish I remember, it was like, a you know, an Elon Musk, Seth Godin sort of, you know, original thinker kind of guy yeah. who said devil's Josh advocate. Josh Jansen kind of bloke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My blog, like, he's actually yeah. quoting my blog. <laughs> devil's advocate is bullshit because yeah. it, you, you're telling someone to be negative and they don't even have to put their name to it. And mm. I'm a bit like, oh, yeah, if you're going to come back and say it's fucked, at least have the balls to say that's what I think instead of going, oh, well, devil's oh, advocate. Okay, yeah. so you're saying people coach their opinion in the devil's advocate well, They use the tag. word devil's opinion because they're like, oh, I don't want devil's to be negative. Adv- yeah, or, yeah, but yeah. if you say, oh, just be devil's advocate, then you're like just telling him to shoot uh, it down. I think it's a way to – I mean, I'm a well, it's a bit questioning protect yourself. Mask. Remember you, you were playing devil's advocate <laughs> the other day to pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> and so the it's a way – so, so Actually, that is the – that is the that is the fucking embodies the yeah. devil, a pedophile, yeah. and so and if you're, you're advoc- going in that moment, you're advocating it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but a, do you want to retract? Like, I uh, think. Look, I don't know. We'll have to. We'll get Mister Ninety Seven to close the loop on that one. Question four and a half. <laughs> I don't now, condone pedophiles. You're all fuckwits if you are one. All of our listeners, like, I like <laughs> that. No, they're not watching. We don't have pedophiles if, watching. Man, if, show. if one of you watch, please stop watching and fu- fuck off. Yeah, I'll say. Um, now we turn our attention to Josh. Uh, Josh, on the count of three, you're going to say what you think Tommy thinks about what you would do to annoy him. Wait, Tommy, give me, oh, hang on. Yeah. On three, you're going to say what annoys you about Josh. Oh, hang on. Okay. Um, okay. This is the second last question of things. the too most fabulous things. business coach. Okay. Now, uh, yeah, this is three, yeah. two, one. Unpredictable. Drinking your water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, let's start with you. Uh, what well, I really shit you when the, you drink so out this, of water. How am I meant to stay hydrated? You <laughs> fuck it. I, I will say, um, who do you spend the most time around? I'm sure you've had this. Your co-hosts. I reckon. I reckon Josh and I spend way more time together than you and your co-hosts. 100 percent. So I've seen my co-hosts for a week. You know, when growing up, I think the closest example is when I was growing up, and you'd be on holidays, and you've got your mate that you you love from school. Yeah. And you're spending like two weeks together mm, fucking yeah. in each other's pockets. That's the relationship Josh and I have because yeah. we do this thing five days a week, yeah. soon to be seven, yeah. and then we fucking... And you're texting, you're We're texting, we're working together, yeah. we speak. My son always thinks Josh is on the phone because he mostly is. Yep. Mm. Is that Josh? Um, so there's things, little things that you just... It's so trivial. And that's why it's important part <laughs> of the so business trivial. accepting yeah. the, the negative attributes. Tommy's but been doing... <laughs> lately. Yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> I felt that like... Thing? No, that's fucking Tommy's. <laughs> no, I'm not a gronk. <laughs> I'm drinking my water and he's going... <laughs> <laughs> but it, sh- it shits you how he drinks his water or the water bottle? Yeah, just the little bubble. that. It, can you drink the water? Are you at, kidding me? Can you just... Like, do you want me to? Because the thing is, just, I no, think no, the no. reason why Please the sound pop happens it and bubble it. Well, I just think do it. Just do it. I think <laughs> the reason why it happens is because whenever I'm drinking, it's the panic that I've realised I haven't had enough water today. So it had this. Is, so you get to hear. And hang then on. You go, have a listen. Okay. Have a listen. Imagine this 10, 20 times a day. <laughs> That's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's so annoying. <laughs> I, I appreciate that you tried to do that all in front of the microphone, but you looked fucking weird. What is the annoying bit? Uh, if I, I was to make it stop it being annoying. No, there's nothing. It? I want you to continue and it's something I have to deal with. But I, that's why I was going to bring it up because it's funny. <laughs> wrong way, wrong way. Um, Josh, you said unpredictability. Are you... <laughs> <laughs> Annoying, <laughs> but funny at the same time. You said unpredictability. Do you think you sometimes are a bit of a Yahoo? And what Tommy does doesn't know what you're doing. What does that mean? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah all the time. Yeah, I, I go through, I'm a little bit <clears throat> manic depressive, so I go real, cra- like undiagnosed, obviously. Right. Yep. But the, yeah. lows, the lows aren't like <clears throat> negative on the world. I think that's where it's like the the... The, the the scale of the manic depression just is referring yeah. to up and down because yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't go into these oh, I don't go pits of hell dark. where we're all, we're all fucked and the show's going no, nowhere. No. But does Josh come in and then you'll be like, oh, it's one of those days. I'll just be cool. Mm. No, it's more it's more um, flying through the doors to do something big. Which yep. see that like you could look at that as a positive and a negative. Yep. The negative is the uh, fucking passengers pass- passengers that you take or the fucking um, what do you call it? The casualties that you create. Casualties is so dark. Yeah, well, the pro- like, I'm doing, we're doing a podcast. I don't know, we're not at a fucking war. <laughs> no, but, I mean, this, no, this is our war. This yeah. is our low yeah. level fucking yeah. f- fight as small business owners. Yeah, sure. So there is that. But I, that's not, I, th- I see it as a more positive than a negative thing. Well, it's I just the water bottle thing. If you stop that, it'd be fucking. Yeah. We'll get you a camel back. I'll, I'll say no, that's but a, that's it's that's, so a pa- that's a pass for point four. <laughs> oh, great! Um, because then the whole point of it is that is accepting the the negatives, yeah, and also yeah. just being open and honest about them. Because sometimes it is something <laughs> like the water bottle that five years later, you yeah. Tommy's here twitching. Yeah, yeah, yeah what broke the business? And what broke the big media company? The water bottle. Well, I nearly lost the water bottle. I did lose the water bottle. <laughs> You're going to lose it when I leave the here because yeah. I'm taking it with me. <laughs> no, well, I, I actually I got a, a thermos and a water bottle. And the thing was that thermos. How old are you? A th- no, thermos is a real <laughs> hipster. They're cool. It's not cool. Now you should see the thermos <laughs> I have. It's quite premium looking. It does look cool. It's not one of the big um, ones that was see the footy. building yeah. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, from the footy. Yeah, going to the MCG. Time, but did you go to the MCG soup? with a blanket on the on the hardwood. Uh, Wavely, because I was Hawthorne uh, man. Uh, that was Wavely. cold as. So you we definitely had thermos. thermoses. Nana yeah. would make that before. Yeah. Yeah. Hawthorne. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Final one. What is the big media company exit plan? Because as oh, yeah. Mark Boris once said <laughs> at a conference last week, yeah. you have to have one from day one. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Oh, so we're saying the count of three? Oh, might as well. Uh, yeah, just okay. write it down. So three, two, one. Blow up. Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's more optimistic than Josh's. Do you mean blow up as in like we're blowing up or do you mean uh, actual? Like, uh, mine, mine was more sort of a funny blow up, like the idea yeah, that we're yeah. just We're like, done. Yeah, we're yeah. done. And mine was a $200 million acquisition from Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll probably, no, I reckon. We'll meet somewhere in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Obviously you don't have to to answer, but just the question of, have you guys actually had a conversation? No. Like what in five, 10, where does it go? It's not like, I think we're building out the business around systems. So making mm-hmm. it very sort of, streamlined what we're doing and taking anything that could be a system and turning into a system so then mm. we can focus on the creative stuff. Yep. Um, it's a then, good exercise to take everything you do just as a top-line heading, write it onto a board, the stuff that you don't have a system for. Yeah. What's the, the, the problems? What's head? the frictions? What can we fix? I was fix? saying this to someone last week about our show of like if everyone wrote down everything they do every day and then crossed out the stuff that didn't really matter. Mm. Like, That's a good one. I reckon a lot of people do a lot of stuff that they're like, oh yeah, why do we actually do that for? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, we're, I think that we're in the unique position that we're building something from scratch too. Yep. And because of that, we don't have all that legacy shit that can happen. Like, you know, you start a job and it's like, oh, I have to do this and I do yeah, that. We started doing that, so we still do oh, it. Yeah. Dude, it was in Shepherd, and we were like, why are we doing this? Yeah. And so we, we cut back on heaps of stuff. But that's, yeah, it'd be the case across the board. So yeah. I think that we're, a, if anything, the reason that people would be interested in not even acquiring us but working with us is the systems and the knowledge that we have around what it takes to do uh, innovative content mm. uh, for a long period of time. As Mark Burra said, you, like you can't sell a business mm. if you don't have systems in place. What are you buying? And that's yeah. what he was – I think that was his emphasis around exit plan is unless you get your shit worked out, no one's going to what, – what are they buying? Yeah. How are they buying into well, the media company? if they're buying the company? two of you but you're not going to be there anymore, then what's left? Well, exactly. The yeah. There's no system yeah. in us. I think, yeah, it's – There was a guy who used to play AFL who created an app. Through a shoe. No, not yeah. the same guy. And the different guy. He created an app that <gasps> was sort of like the Uber of drinks. So at 1am yeah. you can be like, oh, we'll order a six-pack. And, yeah. and, and it comes with it mints and water. Look at that Melbourne football club player. Yeah, but this guy. Wait, that's all you want him to Google? Look at that. Um, <laughs> Melbourne, Melbourne football fo- club player alcohol delivery or yeah, whatever it is. It'll Just look up, up that. You'll is find it. it. Is it Tipple? No. No, I don't think okay. it is. But basically someone bought the app for hundreds of millions. This guy yeah. really? And, they'll, and they're like, oh, you want to buy our alcohol delivery thing? And he goes, no, we don't care about delivering alcohol or anything, but just this database management system in the back end is the little mm. thing we've been missing for our business. Mm. So they purchased the whole thing. Huh. I can imagine like, that happening yeah. to us and they say, all we want is Mr. 97. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, what was the thing you used to put your ideas into that's not Evernote? Asana. Asana. Yeah. They just come yeah. to you and go, the way you've laid out your Asana, yeah, yeah, yeah. here's 10 mil. <laughs> no, Do we have an answer on that guy? Right now. Yeah, Joel McDonald. Get yeah. Swift, $100 million. Yeah, but look at the negative stuff around that, not to bring him down. But <laughs> that's exactly what you're doing, devil's <laughs> oh, advocate. Oh, dude, no. There's some, he, there was some bad shit going on. He, yeah, hang on. I don't want to misquote, but, but that, you do. that was the headline I heard and then, and then I heard the follow-up, which was something pretty bad. $100 million. Mm. But, I mean, that's crazy. I missed the 97. <laughs> crazy. He's worth every cent. What do you reckon after the – have you had any more clarity around – what you will do after radio? Nah, I don't know. So this is my last year and so I don't Contracted, know, contracted in? Is that in. What you, how you talk? Um, like you yeah, talk like, like you're done? Like a footy player. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Oh, just no, more like an F1 you. player. Yeah. You know, you don't, if you don't have a contract, you're not playing. Jeez, you're after watching the F1, the we watched the first episode of F1 yeah. like on Netflix. Was that really good? I yeah. thought it was great. And yeah. Brie like, was getting into it. She's like, we're driving along. She's like, oh. I was like, what, like yeah. what Mr. 97 does, overreacts to things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I wonder how Ricardo went. Yeah. And then we looked it up and he, exactly. he it, retired. Exactly. Draw, yeah. D, uh, D, 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 <laughs> From the race. Did not, F, did not finish. Did not finish. Yeah. yeah. He fucked it. So I don't know. I think uh, <laughs> yeah, for me. Yeah, sketch. <laughs> <laughs> i got to get to a gay wedding. I've got a jacket to wear. Um, yeah, I finished at the end of the year and I don't know if uh, if they want me back. Mm. So, um, How does that feel? Because that's very, like if you, have you delved into Seth Godin stuff? Yeah, not on that topic. Well, his ethos, or his ethos of being picked and choosing yourself. Well, yeah, that's yeah. I'm big into choose yourself, and that's what I love about you guys. You didn't wait for a company to be like, "Hey, can you guys do a daily podcast?" Mm. Yeah, um, we're actually being funded by SCA as like <laughs> an incubator. But you yeah. do the you do the same. You're a content creator. Yeah. 
you know, you're learning how to do editing and yep. things like that. So you're picking yourself in many aspects and then you work for a company yeah. that decides that you are the one. Well, I'd say Neo. I don't choose myself, but I choose my content. So I kind of go, hey, Radio, I've got a great idea. And they're like, nah. And I'm like, well, I'm still going to choose it mm-hmm. and do it over there. It's on Evernote. Yeah, it's on Evernote. Yeah. Um, and so in that sense, and I like that the shameless girls um, – they mentioned it on one of their podcasts that they were a bit like the same. Mm. Pitched to Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia was like, nah. And they're like, well, we're not going to wait for Mamma Mia or podcast one to choose us. We're just going to choose ourselves. Yeah. And do it. So I'm a big subscriber to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the reverse side, it is weird kind of going to work going, oh, I don't know if these guys want me. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm going to Do you get a sense? Who's, who's going to... Well, it's got a new boss. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a whole new... I mean, it's in their best interest to make you all feel like you're there next year. So you rock up feeling good. Because once you know... Well, on the first day this year, the in a meeting, it was like, well, it's the last year of the show. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, and really? And I out of contract. So I was like, okay. <laughs> That's um, interesting. Uh, but that was with a different... Year, oh, that was a like, oh, different day. CD? Yep. Okay. Lots of changes, though. Your co-host is about to have a... Ba- oh, September, about to have a baby. Yeah, so who knows? The long-distance relationship is a factor. Yeah, um, the dog, BJ. The dog, BJ. Um if Bridget is or is not pregnant because mm. we've been trying for a long time. So that would be... What does that entail? Well, what <laughs> Long distance. <laughs> yeah. I've heard rumours. Um, but uh, yeah, like I haven't really thought about it. And it's so the first time ever I didn't know what I was doing the following year. Yeah. Ever probably. Yeah. Well, you're in March, so you've, you've still got a few more months. Yeah. Well, someone once said to me, if you don't know by October, the answer is nothing with the place oh, you're with. They don't tell, <laughs> if they don't tell you. You don't just get to November and go, oh, were you guys supposed to chat about my oh, contract? And they go, oh, uh, yeah, just let us know when you're free. And you're like, oh, we'll just start packing. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I, would you crumble, Josh, not knowing, like feeling, because I could well, imagine. Well, that's why I don't think I out. could. That's why I don't know if I would do the whole thing, because I reckon I would just be like, I think I'd probably go, hmm. Yeah, good question. Isn't this riskier though? No, what well, no, I, I think you guys are the thing is we get to yeah. we we know like even if we are like heading to a brick wall, yeah. at least we have control over like the pace in which we're going to do it. Yeah. The the idea that the the unknown, so it feels like we can keep building, keep building, and mm. it's this momentum. Yeah. I would feel like the unknown of whether I'm going to be there next year would add a huge amount of drag the momentum yeah well yeah i'm like envious of guys like yourself and mm. um michelle and i forgot her and what was the other girl's name zara zara <laughs> and any people and lots of people over the last christian just quit his job yeah yeah um and i'm like jealous of those people because i would uh, love you to, could do it i could but i like it's so lame but i like a routine mm-hmm. i like knowing what i'm gonna get paid next month we could um, give you a routine yeah. we can't get we can guarantee how much you can get paid as well you'll be able to wear whatever you want to work yeah like well, and do that um, if that's the one selling point for yeah. leaving radio is that you can wear whatever you want that's yeah. not gonna sell it i mean what's the what's the thought around s- stepping so, it could be a sidestep to get a forward step in terms of yeah, well, we kind of mentioned that in the last episode where it's sometimes it's tricky to get your like stuff off the ground, mm. and you kind of think if I left the company, mm. I could go and do all this great stuff. They'd be impressed by it and want to hire me back. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is but is the that most still the thinking of wanting the person to pick you for doing the thing? Mm. Kinda, I guess. Well, like I said pitch it to them if they don't want it. I'll just do it over mm. there. Yeah. What have you learned about pitching? I've never pitched anything in my life. I'm not life. good at pitching. Yeah. I need to get better uh, because Why aren't I, have you good? This, well, I have this big kind of concept and sometimes it's hard to explain if people mm. like if people are like if it wants to be big and different, mm. it's sometimes it's like, oh, it's easy just to go small mm. than what we know. Yeah, sure. And sometimes it's 
Yeah, you can if scare I go, people. I, I only know this yeah. and you're pitching that. Yeah. You know, I don't and I yeah. sort of go get a bit, oh, fucking you don't understand. Mm. Well, there's this time of crea- as creators of having the idea in your head, being able, to commu- being able to communicate that to someone before you do it or yeah. doing it, having the skill to just be able to do it and then show someone and go, look, well, I told you so. That's my, without the attitude I told you so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that yeah, has yeah. been my unofficial, like I've just gone and made stuff and yeah. then go, I can do a version of this again. Mm, and mm. I can't tell you how many times I've pitched to a radio station. They've gone, oh, that's not for us. I've made it on Facebook. And <coughs> they love that it. hour, yeah. they're like, why aren't we involved in this? Like, yeah. I pitched it last week and you it's, didn't want to know about it. It's a strength you need to build, I think. Because yeah. it's, a, it, I think it's a, a newcomer or a, I don't I'm not there yet because I'm still come from that time of going, oh, look, if I just started working, I could show you what I mean. Yeah. Versus being able to show well, them or communicate the things that need to be communicated. All my video income has come from someone going, I saw this video about this. Mm. Can you make that same sort of thing? But with us, yeah, yeah, and so which loses creativity? Not no. Necessarily. Well, I think it it loses the need to pitch. pitch. Okay, so you're but using that it's broader in that they go. We just liked. We saw you out in the road doing yeah. a okay. thing. Do yeah. your style. Yeah, that's if, what you want. If that's you if you came to our business and mm. could use anything that we've got to do yeah. something similar, what yeah. would you do? And then you pitch the ideas, um, which is a lot easier. And what I've said to some people because I've made lots of videos from some and then I've spent lots on others and made zero. Mm. I'm like, oh, why would you spend the money? I'm like, because people see the, the one that you made yeah. and that's when and that sells the next job. Yeah. yeah. Um, like you can't be a TV station that just plays ads. <laughs> like you have to get the audience and the ideas with the programming and then you sell so from there. So true. Yeah, I heard Chase Jarvis talk about how you've got like, if you have always built like small sculptures and that's all you've ever built, it's going to be hard to go to a client and say, hey, I want you to give me a bunch of money and I'll like build a big sculpture for you. Yeah. You really have to like spend your own money, build the big sculpture, show it and then say, Hey, I can make one for you too. Well, I don't, there's a lot of YouTubers who want to be, well, are in effect filmmakers because mm. they make short YouTube films. Yeah. Um, but exactly what you just said, I reckon it's hard to justify the leap of going, I'm a YouTuber, check out my stuff. It's great. Yeah. Let me be in charge of a 400 person crew and make a feature film. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, no, you've got experience doing that thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, yeah, but like I said, a lot of people get into that because it's the entry to film, and mm. it probably is. But you're right; somewhere along the lines, there has to be some faith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there. Then, then there's a fine line of going challenge that as a creator and go, what does that actually look like? If if anything, early days, you you land jobs and then prove to yourself that you can do them. The harder thing down the track is the money. The budgets are huge. The promises are even bigger that you're making, yeah. and so, so I, I I think this is. Between Josh and I, it's mm. like I've made a lot of fucking promises that I haven't known that I could fulfil, but I just knew inside that I could do them. Figure it out, yeah. And it just it's a it's the decision down the track when you've done a lot more and you're speaking to bigger people, the, the fuck ups on you guys, which could ruin our business. Yeah. yeah. And so we we're, we're like, how do you do that? If we want to make a documentary, be funded to do it, or just do the documentary, fund it yourself and do it. We fund it yourself and then hope that. When you say I want to make a different documentary, remember how good that last one was. Yeah, like yeah, yeah it's a, it's a risky. There's motiv- like you can draw motivation from being paid for something. It could be a driving force. Yep. So you get some funding. It might not be big budget funding. So you we could put together. But then a when pitch. it's not big yeah. budget funding, then it's like why don't you just do it yourself? Yeah, I mean, there's always this is the thing. Yeah. You can always say the opposite. Yeah, because it's always true. Well, I just feel like what's like the, you know, what's the quickest thing that we can do to actually test test something right because there's a level of bullshit in any project where you're like 
I actually don't know whether it's going to be good or not. Like yeah. that's part the part of the process is yeah. we make it mm. and then we work out whether it's good. And so part of it is that I would just like to take that onus on myself because I'm like, oh, I'm cool. Like I believe in what we can do. Let's let's make it and then maybe we sell it to you a little bit further down the track for more mm. money rather than you investing early. It's probably not too dissimilar from bootstrapping versus taking venture capital. Mm. Yep. What's the uh, the idea, what's the biggest thing that you'd love to do, the two of you guys? I guess it depends how mm. you describe big because doing a daily podcast as a whole is yeah. ridiculous mm. <laughs> um, in effort. But like is there – What did you actually think on the daily talk show stuff mm. when you – from the outside looking in at what we were doing – where do you sort of position it? What came to mind? Do you think is the five days a is a bit redi- like is it a waste of time? Do you think for us we haven't missed? We've done three hundred and six at this hour, three hundred and sixth episode. We haven't taken a survey break or, like we have literally Gosh, not missed. Through. Well, I was here at Christmas and I was like, "What's well, a Christmas break?" And you're like, yeah. "No." Yeah. Well, it's strange because it's not, not all wearing bloody sequence yeah. tops and yeah. prancing yeah. around. Da, 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 da. It's strange because it's, it's not based on the content, but your point of difference is that it's every day, mm. like, which is a weird point of difference, but it, it kind of makes sense. That's what the show's called. Yeah. It is what it is. And I think people would be like slightly impressed by that. And it is really one of those. Can we quote you there? People would be slightly <laughs> impressed, impressed by yeah. that. Brian <laughs> John but on in, the Daily Talk Show. In a few years show. when stuff gets crazy and people are going to go, oh, fuck, how'd they do it? Yeah. They're going to go, well, those guys rolled up their sleeves, chose themselves and did yeah. it every day. Mm. Like you hear stories like Kobe Bryant had a day off, but every day he would go and shoot hoops for half an hour. Mm. Just well, to, like It's you, the you uh, outwork everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, like, I don't feel like I'm outworking everyone else because we get these times where we're but like... Turning up, is, turning up is more than yeah. half of mm. the job and you guys turn up every day. And I always do free throws on the weekend as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's really in the work, boy. Um, yeah. So I like that. And, and like I said, I like anyone that's doing anything. And I think... What cripples a lot of people, including me, a lot of the time is you could have spent an extra year trying to figure out mm. exactly what it is, or you can mm. go, let's just start and it'll figure itself out. If you and I w- guess in theory it probably still is. In three mm. years you look back and go, oh, fuck, remember when that mm. sequin guy used to come on? We used to <laughs> let him in the room. <laughs> what? Yeah. Now look, he's, uh, he's a co-host. No. Yeah. Well, look, what? he's cleaning our floor <laughs> and we don't even remember his name. No, what, I mean, what's if you were to do a bit of SWOT analysis on it or looking forward yep. at where it's all going – what do you think, like if we were to actually, because part of it is like, oh, we could just do more, like we could do uh, seven days a week. That's one thing that we're talking about and working towards. Or it's like we could add other components. What can you add at this point? Like what can we add to the show to actually make it better? Well, I reckon what might work, and this is just off the cuff, but I am the, yeah, yeah, the most fabulous yeah, yeah. business consultant in the world. Yeah. Um, obviously you guys are, are great at making videos, both mm-hmm. in like storytelling and also just in the visual and technical stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't foresee why there's any reason why just like radio stations tried to do is incorporating, like obviously we're filming the episode now, yeah. but actually doing stuff out on the street and because it's a lot easier to sell a video than mm. it is to sell a sponsorship for a podcast. Yeah. Um, but leveraging the audience you've already got, I'm sure mm. there's fun videos and stuff you could do mm. um, that, and that would be a revenue driver and just another way to be visible. And you never know, similar to the 7-Eleven thing mm. um, where I was credited as being a co-host of this podcast. Yeah, Thank you. Cool. But well, you, you never know. We talked about this before the show yeah. actually. We're like, you never know what someone's entry point is going to be. Mm. So videos have a tendency to spread and go viral if they if they can, whereas it's rare that a podcast episode, unless Elon Musk smokes a joint, that a, yeah. a podcast episode is mm. going to go viral. But Will you smoke a joint? It is a sure way to lose your job. Light it, light it up. I'll do it. <laughs> <Light> <laughs> it's it a gay up, wedding all uh, weekend. Uh, It'll be the least of my concerns. <laughs> um, but um, 
I know that just might be a way for people to find the podcast yeah. numbers to increase. So I think that's because you've already got yeah. the skills. Mm-hmm. I reckon that's a, an easy way to explore and cool. monetize. I reckon, yeah. okay, so if we were to do a, a video today, I have an idea. Yep. I've, I uh, bought this uh, item f- about four years ago when I was in the US. I like to b- buy something for Brie yep. when I when I go away, but not like the obvious, not, not the obvious sort of shit. And so I was in this store and I found this thing. It's a uh, running parachute. <laughs> and so it's a, one of his oh. most stupid purchases. Yeah. So it's a running parachute. Anyway, I thought it would be perfect for Mr. 97 to strap it to and see how he would go running down easy street. Is it supposed to be a bit to Make it like a resistance training essentially. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's meant to be. Can I just read something that's on there? Yeah. So I saw this. It's filler brand. And I looked underneath and it says, warning, this product may contain a chemical known to the state of California to cause cancer or birth defects or other reproductive harm. We just don't eat it. The thing yeah. is. That I mean, yeah, it's not an edible in, item. In California, they have them ever. You go to yeah. Disneyland. Yeah. And they actually have signs saying there's because alcohol causes cancer. If you're in a, at a bar or whatever, uh, they'll have signs there. So anyway, how how do we feel about making a video now? We'll go downstairs. Mm. What does it I smell like? I mean, you like? should do that you anyway, just because I'm curious to see it. Yeah. But I guess, like, if, what what does the audience want to see? How do you serve them? It smells. Do they need it? I mean, they'll watch it, but they do they need to see it? Who's it for? What's it for? Absolutely. We definitely. Who's it for? What's it for? It's for me, and it's. To get use yeah, out of exactly. the silly purchase Josh made. Yeah, what, what's it for? Uh, <laughs> I think it'd be funny. Maybe we can put the sequence jacket on Mr. 97. Yeah, let's and go And he for runs with a parachute and the sequence jacket. High-end <laughs> quality content. Uh, I mean, before, I need to get used to the jacket. I'm never going to wear it again. So. <laughs> yeah. Before we, <laughs> before we nice do one. that, with your weeks, yep. do you find that the, the start of the week you feel a certain way than by the end of the week? Do you have like... Hungover and not hungover? No, well, I'm just feeling like um, I notice that uh, my moods, depending on the week, sort of flows through. Do you find that on a Monday you're energised or on a Sunday that's when you have your existential crisis? <laughs> what's what's like a, what's did, my week? Uh, it yeah. really depends what's going on and it's a lot different now that I live alone compared mm. to with Bridget because the weekends used to be like, you know, picnics and yeah. dinners and, and now stuff. Now so like like what is solo it? Just... Yeah, now it's fireball. T- Tinder yeah. and fireball. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a bit different. But I don't know it just depends because I usually use a lot of the weekends to film stuff that I couldn't during the week and stuff. So sure. I, yeah. I don't work full time every day, yeah. but I work, I do something every day. Yeah. Mm. So the weekends, weekdays, it's all the sort of same to me. So I don't mm. have that. You don't get a sense of like your mon- the way you feel on a Monday versus a Friday? No, nah, although the hours is hard. Like the first mm. when you wake up on Monday and you're like, whoa, it's early. <laughs> do you wake up early on the weekend as well? A little bit, okay. yeah, but not as early. And just the pressure of no alarm, like it really makes it easier. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so. What do you, TJ, easy. what do you reckon? Do you yeah. find that different days of the week you have a different Monday mood? Monday I'm pretty fresh, only because now I don't drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's n- that's not factored in. Well, Gary V's big on um, his whole, you know, if you're just living for the weekend, like check yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like if you guys are enjoying what you're doing, I'm sure you're not getting to Thursday just being like, Fuck, I can't mm. wait for Saturday mm. so I can get the fuck out. Yeah, hundred percent. You and can't the same the other way around. You wouldn't get the Sunday night and go, Oh, I have to go and do a podcast tomorrow. Mm. Like I, I do get excited on a Friday though when I realise that it's a Friday. Yeah. Like it's oh, oh Friday fuck. Friday like Friday. But it's also like um is there an oh, Saturday's Friday's button? No, there isn't, unfortunately. Not yet. There is a like we can play like a laugh for you, wouldn't we? <laughs> 
that's, what, that's what we got. I've got to program them all. But um, no, I feel like I, I felt it uh, last week that on Thursday night, I was like, oh, fuck, it's Friday. Friday tomorrow. Yeah. And that was, was, that that the was first a good, sign. That was a good sort of, no, it was a good vibe. It was like, oh, yeah, and then I'll, I'll still work on some stuff, but it didn't feel like a real like It's crazy culturally weekend. embedded in us though. Yeah. Think about school, all yeah. those days you're like working for the week, working yeah. towards the weekend. Working for the yeah. weekend. Do you get paid the same cycle? Like I remember it, uh, when I was working at the radio what station. What you paid, when f- you paid, how much you paid? 15th. 15th. Yeah, great. Every month. And do you find that I remember that uh, within the radio station, especially when you started to go down the junior roles, people yeah. were running – like running out it of cash. It gets real tight in yeah. those, from the 10th of the month. Yeah. Um, it gets real Monthly, tight. Yeah. yeah. And um, But the, the craziness is, so I often buy, or everyone does, like Uber Eats for the whole team. There's eight of us. So that when? might be. On like, the 15th? Or no, no, just any time. Like during, the, in mornings, three times a week, we probably get everyone toasties and coffees on Uber Eats. Really? And do a big order. What the fuck? You guys do it? Yeah. And the f- for the team. This is like, because I know Dave Hughes. your pocket? Out of my pocket. Yeah. Yeah. There's some shows that they've got a budget for that. We don't. We'd yeah, rather spend yeah. it on – well, I don't know. There probably wasn't any budget, but I'd argue I'd rather spend it on the show. Yeah. But I do notice that a lot of the producers and stuff, like they'll rarely shout between the start of the month and the 15th. Yeah. Oh, so the, the 15th producers are the getting involved as well. They're involved. Like so we started offering and then after a while they were like, oh, it's probably our shout. Yeah. They never say that on the oh, 14th. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Which is fair enough. We yeah. should. We could do that. We yeah. could – yeah. Show toasties. Well, you guys well, offered me coffee when we I came get in. Yeah, Jack. we'll offer Mr. 97. He'll knock it back. Yeah. Knocks back nearly everything we offer. I him. did hear under it's his breath he way. said, pay for your fucking eggs and then I'll accept oh, them. Whatever you're that. you got to ka you. Is that right? Yeah. Apple pay. Is that laugh? No. Yeah, there's that a, there we go. Oh, yeah, I bring sorry. it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you panel this, your shows? I no? do, but not when I'm in Melbourne. Okay. So we had a new panel up last Friday and this morning because I've been in Melbourne for a bit. Um, so new panel up it went smoothly, which is good. You just point at them when you want something played, or kinda. But the tricky thing is with you know how some songs have the extended intro. Oh yeah. And if it's like a thirty second intro and you can feel it wrapping up, I'll kind of fire the song and keep it low. And then if they don't, and so I'm sort of like, yeah. And they're like, yeah. what, what? And then you get to the end of the break and you go, yeah. Anyway, that's coming up next. Oh, and then it goes to thirty seconds, and it's like, yeah, sure. But apart from that, it's pretty, it's pretty easy. We're not an overly production heavy show so it doesn't make mm-hmm. a huge deal yeah paneling and stuff but it is oh sometimes there's some fun to be had that you can't do when you're not paneling yeah, yeah. yeah. how and do you like being the panel up? oh look <laughs> I, it's very minimal at the moment but i do want like what i'm excited for is when we get camera switching happening and we have multiple like you know when you're not going to camera switch off the desk no, though while no, you chat no, we no, won't no, be no, doing no, it. mr 97 and we'll here's my most important statement zoom in on me yeah exactly yeah. it would be now. nice <laughs> yeah it would be nice to be able to do that no yeah, but tj made a lot of pressure on mr 97 yeah that is a lot of pressure. Oh, 100%. Imagine when he's running Channel 7 and you guys are still doing this podcast. This is how you, you learn. You learn hard. Well, actually, he's going to sit in on uh, Fifi, Fev and Byron and watch that show getting really? done. Yeah. I was actually just about to say before he said that, I was like, you should come into SCA one morning. Yeah. yeah. It'd be great. You, yeah. Fuck, you should he's do the He's going to. I mean, SCA Melbourne, there was about 15 different breakfast shows there this morning. Really? Taking it's you for crazy. the tour. Well, wow. We need to. Real lovely. We need to yeah. get him to. Perth as well. We can just, see show, or you can just show. stand in the middle of SEA Melbourne and be like, there's Triple M Sydney. Yeah, oh, really? There's, doing the there's my show in Perth. There's Limo yeah. doing Adelaide, I think. And there's uh, Fox over there and Triple M. And yeah. There's 10 shows within like visible. Yeah. yeah make, well, it to, make it to Metro and then do the show from wherever you want. That's what. Here's Kate in Italy. Yeah. 
It is pretty crazy, isn't it? Yeah, well, the it's, technology it's great though, it sets some heavy precedents. So yeah. when I say I've got a gay wedding, yeah, I need two days down I love the line. Keep saying gay wedding, like, yeah. but I mean, I'm just wearing I'm wearing the jacket. It yeah, feels no, right. It yeah. but <laughs> when it's hard for a network to let Carrie Bickmore do her show from home, yeah. from Kate to do it from Italy, and then say Ryan, you can't do one show from Melbourne. Yeah, mm. the acoustics <laughs> seem crazy too. Like the uh, uh, the Carrie Bickmore one, I saw a um, Instagram post, and they've got like just sticking stuff up on the wall, trying to like. Tame, like you've got these expensive studios yeah. Yeah. at SCA. Multi-million dollar studios. Yeah, and then just people are- Can you just stick a cardboard box against the wall so yeah, the sound exactly. stops bouncing? Yeah. yeah, it's madness, but- oh, That's interesting. Uh, mate, thanks for coming on the show. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, Do you feel better off for the business advice? It was actually, I really enjoyed yeah, that. I like it. We, you get, <laughs> yeah. No, you get better <laughs> at- like Tommy liked it less than I did. No, he liked it. I enjoyed it. I think you get, I think it's easy, like when you're actually getting sure on more things, it's mm. much more- it's a fun process to actually talk through this shit because mm. you've got it in your head we talk about it and then when people ask you you can actually talk the truth yeah because yep. well, you're making it up so much along the way yep. yeah early days and so those questions six months ago what one mm. thing i am envious of is that like i don't have a business partner and i would love yeah. a daily like what do you think of this mm. yeah. often i just spend time thinking about it myself yeah but you got to be okay with them saying oh, it's fucking. But saying like, I need some help with ideas, but you have to agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you got to. You got to. What do they say? I was going to say you can't have your cake and eat it too. Sure, you can have your cake. You can eat it sometimes, but sometimes they'll say no more cake. Yeah. Do I look like a guy that's missed a <laughs> cake in the last couple of years. How's it? You did F forty five, did you? Or no? What did you? Yeah, I don't anymore though. How was it? I moved. It was. Uh, it was hard for me because of the hours. Yeah. Is Bridget still doing it or no? No, nah, but she when it's harvest for winemakers, she's ripped. She looks unreal. Mm. Why during harvest? Well, what does that mean? She's she a winemaker, so she's carrying barrels. She's walking up and down ladders. She's in the fields for hours. She's walking around picking crap. Like it's a physical job. Mm. I mean, I'm seeing her rig shots, but they're on your account. You're posting a rig constantly. I couldn't believe it. I saw her for the first time in five weeks, and I was like, oh, my God. Five weeks? So hot, yeah. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, I had it was the longest stretch just gone. What can and, you and say? What can you say right now that will definitely get you fired so you can come over and see her more often? No, I'm joking. Don't. Look at him. He's, 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 he's thinking, really, he's, he's <laughs> thinking about it. I've had such a great time. I love being over here. Yeah. Um, so don't. I mean, <laughs> did it bring you, the pressure have on? Have in October. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did it have the pressure uh, when you saw Bridget and she was looking hot? To be like, fuck, I need to go and do something other than wank on the couch at home. <laughs> well, no, because she was there. No, as as you, when, you, when you go to, when you're in Perth on your own. Oh, nah. Gotta go. I mean, I go okay. through phases daily where I'm like, I'm going to start getting fit again. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. that's five years in a row and so, that has not happened. Wait, yet. you were an athlete. Yep. So can you explain, because I think we got this at the very end so last you'd time. So you definitely would have known this parachute thing that we've got in front of us? It's rare you see me without it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so volley, were you volleyball? volleyball beach yep. volleyball? Are there two uh, types of volleyball? Yeah, I played a little bit of beach, but indoor was my, my main one. And what's the actual, what's the cultural difference between indoor and beach? Indoor? Oh, a, a beach, they've got beach. better tans? Da, 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 da. Da. Yeah. yeah, no, beach is fun. There's music playing. You don't have to have shoes. There's way less injuries because the way soft, less the clothes. Why soft. couldn't you just do beach instead of indoor? You didn't have oh. a beach close by. Well, yeah, I lived in Melbourne, which isn't a huge beachy area, and I didn't mm. live near the beach. And also, it's sort of, I'm not that tall. I'm only six foot. And when you can afford one or two small guys in a team of six, mm-hmm. In indoor, but when you afford, it sounds like you're they're making a sacrifice having you. Yeah, on. we'll bring the short prick was on. That, well, like it's more there's different positions. So okay. I wasn't a hitter or a blocker. Okay. Um, what were you? 
uh, I was a setter, which you setting it. It's sort of like the quarterback. So you're setting it to the hitters and mm. stuff. You Whereas in beach, you're everything. You can't hide a small guy. Yeah, Everyone yeah. does everything in beach. Where there's there's no positions in beach, but indoor uh, there is. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. So the setter is sort of like in cheerleading, you'd be the one that pushes well, You throw it up. to the hitters and the, I guess the game is they've got their blockers, you've got your mm-hmm. hitters, so you've got to kind of manoeuvre you know, sure. that around. Did you do it international level? Or? Yeah, yeah. So I played in for Australia and Serbia and Europe and then a US college and then I played in Malaysia and French Polynesia for a bit. Fuck, that's good. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Did you actually? Did you get any bad injuries or anything? Oh shit! Yeah, I've had three His shoulder reconstructions. Shoulders fucked. Uh, this finger is fake. See that scar there? Oh, that's can, I, can I, I feel it? A, yeah, I got a fake. I Wait, feel well, before your I touch fake. it. What do you mean the finger? Yeah, so, before I touch. So I. Prosthetic. So I broke it like ten different times, and they said there's more callus and cyst than there is bone in there. So we're just going to take the bone out and replace it with, they got a little bit of my wrist and then they got coral because coral calcifies. So they got the coral, a bit of my wrist, made really? a new finger. And you can see there, it doesn't quite bend oh, yeah. as much as the other one. And I've got can a fake we, hip as well. Can we give you a nickname? Jeez. I feel like the reef or something. Aqu- Great Barrier Aquaman. 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 Is that feel yeah. it? So no, does it, it feel same. weird? No, it Can you same. have you got any feeling or, or is it gone? Yeah, yeah. Bit. What does that feel like? Yeah. I mean, it Me feels squeezing. like there's a guy holding your hand on a podcast. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a single finger. It was a single um, finger. But my hip, I wake up sometimes with a small, a sore hip because that's not real. Stiff hip. Yeah, yeah, but it was weird. In the the, I was 21 when I got it, and I was like 80 year old, 80 year old, 80 year old, 21 year old. So I was very popular on yeah. the ward there. I oh, really. I've yeah. seen the photo of you in the ward. Oh, I think holding I the yeah, scans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I look good back yeah. then, didn't I? Yeah, he's ripped. Yeah, well, six foot. Well, can you they run and stuff? Because I always see people where it's like, yeah, I've had like six reconstructions of different things, and now I'm running a marathon, and it gives me, it actually gets me excited because I'm like, hey, I've got like nothing yeah. wrong with me. Maybe <laughs> I could do it. When I walk to the bathroom in the morning, it sounds like a hip hop concert because it just cracks. And oh, like really? <laughs> like but you can. The answer is yes. You can yeah. have a full knee reco and come Fine. back and yeah. play another mm. season. Yeah, I don't know what you'd play. Another season of the podcast. Yeah. And so you, but you don't do any more volleyball? No, I, I, the injuries caught up with me. And I was sort of not that good in that you push on through injuries so you can play in the third division in Belgium for 10 grand. Like I wasn't going to be worth it anyway. When yeah, you see sure. some AFL players and you go, oh, there's a bit of pain, but I could earn a million mm, a year. Yeah, yeah. But for me, it's like... Who's it just, making a million a year doing the beach volleyball? Oh, sorry, the volleyball. Yeah, a lot of, in Australia, there's probably... 10, 15 guys over 100 grand a year and probably mm-hmm. three or four in the mills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my wow. mate Igor, who went to high school with me, he'd be in the mills. Tom Edgar's million. Who, how, where's the cash coming from? Europe. Three biggest sports in Europe, football, basketball, volleyball. So wow. Really? Third, yeah. And so they have like sponsor deals or something? like sponsor Oh, you play for a club and, you you know, that's the Italian league is the richest mm. league in the world and that's huge. What, um, how, what are they um, – what's the turnout to these events like? Oh, how many massive. people? Yeah, in Serbia I played in front of about 15,000. Um, really? Yeah. Have you got photos or something? Yeah. You surely got something. So, well, yeah, yeah, I've got some photos. Have, oh, you had, yeah. have you had a bit of a rebrand though? Was there an oh, – like because I feel like if I was a volleyballer or played yeah. at that level, I would be all in. Volleyball guy. Yeah, I'd be the volleyball well, I was never guy. interested in being a coach. So when you stop playing, you're like, well, that's sort of it. Okay. And it was pre-social media. So I wasn't like on Instagram like, yo, I'm Ryan, the volleyball guy. Yeah, sure. Um, I kind of, yeah, I finished that up when I was 23. And because they talk about like Olympics and shit, that yep. there's like orgies that go on and yep. shit like that. It's all true. Is it like- 100%. You, really? Yep. Hang away, you're talking from experience or- uh, no, I've, never, I've never got into the Olympic team, but- But even I'm true, guessing yeah. if that's the Olympic team, then like if the Olympic level- Well, think about it. Go, you've got all these hot people, people living in the yeah. same place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a bit of a, you're really dedicated to doing it. And so when you finish 
Like you might finish on day nine of the Olympics that mm-hmm. goes for 15 days. You're just hanging out for six days in the village. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. Not have sex yeah. with a hot Polish you say, you say Usain Bolt is eating KFC and having <laughs> yeah. sex. Well, the annoying thing for That's what athletics, he was, he heaps of KFC. The 100-meter sprints towards the end, whereas the swimmers uh, is always at the start. The swimmers, some of them are finished on day two. Mm. And then they're just... Da-da, da-da. And then you got Ricardo. Da-da, <laughs> yeah. Swimmers, da-da. though. There's yeah. the hot tip. Really? And water polo girls. They know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, well, I guess the I get the good core strength and stuff, the polo. I don't know why the they're just polo. mad. Yeah. <laughs> they're just mad. Yeah. Water sports. <laughs> yeah, the chlorine or something. Yeah. Should we uh, put Mr. 97 yeah. in this yeah, thing we'll running that. down the street? Yeah, it's a daily talk show. Future Olympian. Hi at the dailytalkshow.com is the email. Uh, otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow, guys. See you, see guys. Yeah.